Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. This podcast can be all about the pivot, right, Diane? Exactly. (laughs) We're going to call it the Pivot Podcast. And you know, the definition of pivot is fundamentally changing the direction of a business when you realize the current products or services aren't meeting the needs of the market, sometimes aren't meeting the needs of your employees or the needs of you as the business owner. And that's especially important for CBD business owners. And, you know, this is talking about preparing for the worst, but also getting the best outcome when that happens to uh, when you start to prepare for that. And we know, uh, and those of you who have listened to the uh, Move the Stairs podcast know that that's a very key component of brand protection PR. So today, like normal, we are speaking with our CBD business owners, and we're going to talk about just what does this pivot mean? You know, what does it mean for you? How can you go about preparing to do the pivot? And I'm shocked nobody's brought up the friends quote yet, right? Pivot, pivot. And, you know, what does it mean to pivot in business? Um, So we're going to hit all three of these things in today's record. And we're really excited to bring it to you. Right, Sarah? Yep. So we're going to get started. The first leg of the brand protection PR stool. So, right, you know, most most stools have three legs um, is always having a plan B. C, D, E in mind, right? (laughs) So when people say just pivot, it isn't something that you should do on the fly, right? Right. When you're putting together your annual plan or designing a brand protection strategy, or even when you're putting together an event, which we do all the time, you have got to think through the contingencies, right? The weaknesses in the plan, the the, the things that you can't control. And you need to know where you're going, what you're going to do, who is the pivot going to impact and how are you going to communicate it? You're thinking through all these things. And that's what a brand protection PR plan is when it comes to the pivot. And, you know, we know nobody likes to think about that, right? Nobody likes to think about what can go wrong um, because it's kind of a downer. You don't want to be the downer in the room, but it's all going to be fine. It's going to be yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's so easy to think that way. Right. And you know, that's why you have a lot of business owners, whether it's in CBD or really any industry, um, they don't think about it. They shy away from that type of mentality 
because you don't want to be known as that person who's always thinking about the negative, looking at the negative until it happens. And then you're a hero because you're ready for right. it. But <laughs> to sum up the podcast in one sentence, but, um, you know, how do you motivate yourself uh, to be thinking along those lines, to, to be the person who is ready to stand by and say, hey, guys, I've got this when something's looking like it's going to turn on its head. What do you think, Diane? Absolutely. Well, you know, my nickname is Disaster Diane, and it has <laughs> been my nickname for, oh, man, going on 20 years. I got that nickname at NBC because it seemed like every major crisis that happened during the time I was there happened on my shift. Um, and so I, you know, I use that because that kind of takes the onus off our clients when I say, when I make some fun of myself and of the disaster, but we want to turn that thinking of, I don't want to deal with this. We want to turn that right on its head. Because if you think through what will go wrong when you're calm, mm -hmm. when you're relaxed and you have your team brainstorm and really include them, that gives you peace of mind as well as your team who now knows that everyone has a plan in case of a problem. They know that you've prepared and that the likelihood that your situa situation will get out of control is really significantly reduced. And that's what it's all about is if you do think about it, even though you don't want to think about it and you get a plan, it gives you a sense of peace. And once you get that plan, it's very interesting to see how that helps no matter what the situation is, and sometimes you even see some opportunities that you you wouldn't have seen had you not had the plan and not thought through the different crises um, or issues that could impact your business. Well, and what we have found for both uh, M&C internally for our own business and for our clients is that thinking through what can go wrong, right? So we talk about this all the time, if then, keep it really simple. Mm -hmm. What can go wrong? If this happens, then we're going to do that. And having some backup plans actually helps you then focus on the positive outcomes. It's sort of like, I, I liken this to having a will, right? We're all going to need one at some point. And if you think through, okay, how, how, where does my stuff go and who gets it and who takes care of the kids and you know, how, how is all of this going to be managed? And, and you get all of that ickiness out of the way. You do the planning that you know is you're going to need at some point. Then you can get back to living, right? Right. Then you go and say, look, I got all of the, all of that stuff managed. It's all handled. It's going where I want it to go. It's doing what I want it to do. I've got all of the contingencies planned for. Now you can not even worry about that not even think about it. So this is how having a plan B really can help you stay focused on plan A, which is the fun stuff. That's that's what we all want to talk about, growing your business, making it successful, making lots of wonderful, dedicated, loyal customers. That's plan A, right? Do plan B so that you can focus on plan A. Absolutely. And I hope for those of you are, that are out there listening, um, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're watching us today on Facebook and LinkedIn, um, we'd love to hear, do you have a plan B? Do you always put a pivot position in on anything that you're doing? Because I think it's so important, no matter what it is. The other thing I will say, and Sarah, I love your analogy of the will, is that um, for those of you that know us, you know, we're three generations here. Um, and as 
it's very different in different generations. So I am getting to the age where I'm rethinking my will probably once every couple of years. It's not that I have it and put it away. I think more for Jordan, if I can speak for you, Jordan, your will is going to be fairly basic and it is a put it away for a while. But then Sarah can attest to the fact that you have children. And then once you have children, that changes everything. Well, and, and I have what, minor children. So, right. right? So my, I got to be thinking, all right, because Jordan's is going to be real straightforward, right. right? But then I've got young kids, but then Diane, you've got older kids. So now, you know, like the needs change. The Because it's the you same know? with business, right? Yeah, it's the same yeah. with your business. And actually, I would say in your business, it's going to change every year, especially what we've learned in the context of what's going on in our country, whether you're talking weather or whether you're talking cultural changes. I mean, we know that there are so many changes right now. So we want you to be able to think through these and actually look forward to it because this is where when you're when you're calm and you're looking at areas where you should be pivoting, you see opportunities that maybe you didn't think about before. So mm -hmm. it's a positive thing, even though people shy away from it. And that's when you have the opportunity to move the stairs, which is, you know, is the name of our podcast. And that means that you're looking at whatever comes down the pike, whatever life gives you, and you're making the most of it. And part of that is a little bit of planning. Um, and what's interesting is people right here say, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, look, it's what's happened in the past two years. We didn't know any of that's going to happen. We're going to talk about that because the skills that you get now while you're planning for what really is most likely to happen will also help you for all those surprises so that you can make the most of them. And that kind of leads us uh, into our second topic of discussion here. And, you know, how do you plan that pivot? And this is really good for CBD business owners because, I mean, I think back to COVID and that is obviously something that we're going to be dealing with for a really long time. But what were the initial impacts of that? Um, sure, you had the shutdowns and closures. But after that, you saw that ripple effect, whether it was um, within the employment and getting people to come back to work or come to work after they had been furloughed or a supply chain issue. So you have all of these kind of ripple effects that if you you know are able to take that downtime and let's say you find yourself in a situation like that and be open to thinking, OK, this is what's happening right now. What are some of the other impacts that could occur uh, down the road? So I, I think first and foremost, you have to kind of accept reality with, with what's going on right now. Even if you're in the plan A or you've pivoted from COVID and kind of work that into your plan A, you still have the gears turning in your mind to say, okay, if the Delta variant is going to continue to mutate and more people are going to get sick, even if they're vaccinated, how is this going to impact my business? How is this going to impact my customers? And in turn, how is it going to impact your bottom line? So it, it's that kind of thinking and being open to that kind of thinking that can help set you up to be prepared for what may be happening in the future. As Sarah pointed out earlier, it's an if-then kind of scenario. So it, you're also looking at it um, that if you are the only person thinking of it this way, you're the buzzkill in the room. What you need to get is everybody on board to understand that, hey, this may sound a little far-fetched right now, but I, I want you to look at it through this set of eyeglasses, through this lens, so to speak, so that not only are you forward thinking about what could happen 
and what you can do to alleviate that. But you're all also you're bringing your team on board so that you have this continuous circulation of communication as to what could happen and how you're going to be prepared for it. Can I give you the tiniest example of this? Like this is just the littlest example that I do on a daily basis. One time uh, in my career, one time I thought, I don't want to take home my computer cord because it's heavy and I'm just going to come back here tomorrow and I'm going to plug in my computer at the desk. And that was when COVID hit, <laughs> right? And let me tell you how useful a laptop computer is with no plug. <laughs> it's useful for about two and a half hours. So that's just this tiny little what if, because I know that no matter what happens, where I am, where I'm working, what's going on with COVID, what's going on with kids in and out of school, I can work and I can be efficient and effective doing what I do as long as I have my cord and my laptop computer. Isn't so, that Murphy's law though? Right, it totally I mean, is. Always totally trust is. your gut. I, oh gosh, gut check every single time. Um, whenever you think of something, even if it's something little, oh my, it will come back. It always comes back. Guaranteed. So, oh my exactly. gosh. But I also think on the flip side, especially when you're talking about CBD businesses, remember mm -hmm. that in many states, the dispensaries became an essential business. Right. Who would have thought and moved, moved both CBD and all cannabis up uh, in importance in right. the state significantly, right? So that was very interesting. So when these things happen, the other thing is that many companies had some e-commerce, then they realized we have to beef that up immediately. Yeah. It's now, now that things are coming down, we hope they're coming down even more. Um, for so many co companies, that e-commerce revenue stream is as important, if not more important than what they're doing with dispensaries. So and one of the reasons is because there are still many people who are uncomfortable going into dispensaries. So right. being or able to go to your who website. Who just find it easier. Like, isn't it a million times easier to go, oh, you know what I need exactly. is some more stuff from my face. Let me yes. just click, click, click. And right. boom, it shows up to the house two days later. So when you're preparing for things that could come down the pike or something hits you and you have to pivot, that pivot can turn out to be the push that gets you to a place where you're really elevating your business. You're making your business more efficient. Yeah, and and I that's one of the things that we really work with our clients on. Um, so when you're talking about thinking about crisis, I always want you to put slash opportunity. Yes. So it's crisis slash opportunity planning because, as Jordan said, you don't want to be the buzzkill in the room, right? I mean, that's really <laughs> important. With clients, I can tell you, our clients do not like to talk about this stuff. No. So we always put in examples where we all have already thought about issues that could be coming down the pike. And here are some suggestions. I think that's great to do with your employees too, because now you're in a problem solution mode mm -hmm. as a pro as a point, as a, as opposed to look at all the problems we have here. Let's list everything that could happen. Instead, this is something that when you're done, you can say, okay, these are potential problems, but we can solve these. It gives you a sense not only of relief, 
but of confidence and it can provide a great teamwork experience. And I think all those are really, really important. It can really coalesce your team around how are we going to support and backstop each other. Sarah, I think you have um, some really good real life examples. Yeah, so we are producing, so we produce a number of online events for for one client in, in particular, um, and they've been really successful. But and normally these events would generally be in person, right? And so we had to pivot to um, online events during COVID for this particular client. And so here we are planning another um it is an online event, but everybody who's participating in the event is going to be there live in person together in a crowded area, in a crowded restaurant. Well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Delta is going to have the final word there. So as part of the planning for this, um, you know, we've got all of the plans for, okay, here's how it's going to look if we are all in person on location in this wonderful, um, fabulous, jazzy, crowded restaurant. Awesome. That's the ideal. Okay. Now, what if we've got some people who, um, for this particular client, are are immunocompromised? So what if some of these folks say, you know what, I still want to participate in this event, but I do not feel comfortable traveling. All right. So now we have a contingency plan in place for we're still going to have the event in person at this restaurant, but the participants for it are going to be dialing in from home, basically. And we've got the equipment, the cameras, the, you know, I've got all sorts of contingency tech plans for, yep, we can make that happen. Well, all right. So what if uh, Delta shuts down everything? What if, what if the state of California says, no way, no restaurants, no how, we're doing it again, shutting the whole thing down. I mean, well, we could we could be on to Epsilon at that point. <laughs> I mean, we could be, who knows where we're right. going to be, right? So, We've got another plan for we can still pull this event off in a completely digital format because we've got, and my gosh, you ought to see the budgets and the line items that I have going, but we've got a plan for all of those levels of um, in-person possibilities. Um, And, you know, so then it's like all you're figuring out is what's the no-go, no-go decision, Right. What's that date and what's what's going to make the decision for us? You hit that date and you say, you know, here are the criteria that we planned for weeks ago. We know exactly how we're going to change this plan if we need to. What's the go? No go. Let's make this decision. And then it's easy. You're not in a like a constant state of like, I don't know. And I'm looking up and I'm looking at the numbers every day and I'm calling people and I'm fretting and I'm talking to them and we're not sure. And think how much time you're wasting. You know what I mean? So we've got Absolutely. all kinds of plans for for making this happen. And the pivots are already built in. And I, the other thing that we have that I love is um, when we when we do the run through, we're going to tape that because mm-hmm. what happens if Internet goes down in L.A. and which is where the event's going to be taking place? What will we put on? It always reminds me of going back to the newsroom. And in any crisis, we knew we could come back to the studio. We had an off ramp. It's also the same for media training. You get that question that you're like, that's out of left field. And you're thinking, what the heck are they? Or, or, or the question is completely, it's phrased in a way that is completely wrong. You want to always have what we call the off ramp, the way to get out of that and back on 
the road so you're going where you want to go. So that's what we want you to think about when we're talking about pivot. It's not always a complete turn. It's making sure that you have the options so that you can protect the integrity of whatever you're doing, but that you have already thought about if this happens, this is what I'm going to do. And everybody else knows the plan. And man, when you have that, you can go in with confidence mm-hmm. and you're going to look great too. It, it's awesome because, well, I shouldn't say it's awesome, but you know, we have had almost um, 16, 18, 20 months of living with this pandemic. So if you need ideas, I mean, I go right to the Google. Did, did I ever tell you, I, I don't know if I did tell you guys, or it was a long ago, long time ago, so I forgot. Um, my wife and I's wedding shower, we were supposed to do that in person in March in Michigan. So the vaccine was out, but it was only for vulnerable groups at that point in time. And it, it just, it didn't come together. So, um, you know, being, uh, you know, stuck with the virus for a little over a year at that point, um, in tw- March 2021, uh, my now wife and I put our heads together and said, how can we still do a wedding shower, um, do it on Zoom, but also make it interactive so we could still kind of have that fun um, with family and close friends. And we came up with mini games and cocktails and it, it w- we had a blast. It was a really good time. And, you know, folks stuck around for a good long while. So um, uh, what I would say, and a lot of that inspiration came from what we saw online. So don't be afraid to hop into your Google browser and say, you know, ideas for X, Y, and Z as as your brain is kind of thinking. Um, But before I I ramble on too much, I want to take a look at next week as well, or in a couple of weeks, we're going to be um, inviting Dan Grek. He is the CEO and founder of BizHack, and he's going to do a nice deep dive into what I think is a big pain point for a lot of CBD business owners, and that's social media. (laughs) What can you talk about? What can you talk about? Uh, What can you not talk about, I should say? And where should you be putting your ad spend? So you're not going to want to miss this episode. So be sure to tune in in a couple of weeks. And uh, Diane, take us home. Topic three. All right. So for our third topic, what does pivot mean for your business from a brand protection standpoint? And before we even start talking about it, if you want to comment, we would love to have your comments, answer any questions. And you know, if you're listening to us later, just shoot us an email. Just go to our website, shoot us an email. We would love to have a conversation with you about how this can work and how we can help you prepare so that when something happens, it is an opportunity and you are moving the stairs. So first things first, like just get in the space, know that things will change, right? They're going to change. Things are going to go wrong. There's going to be unforeseen issues and crises. It is just how the world works. And just like Diane said, all of that stuff is true. And the other thing that is true is that all of those unforeseen issues, crises, things that crop up are opportunities as well. And they may fundamentally change the way you do business. They might fundamentally improve the way you do business, even if it doesn't feel like it at the time, right? So you've got to embrace this change. Um, You've got to, I've heard it before. It's a little bit crude, but embrace the suck. (laughs) You know, when you're you're going through this and just going, oh, 
embrace it because something, there is an opportunity in every element of that, that you're going to come out with. And it's only a matter of time, not if, but when something is going to happen that will limit you being able to meet the needs and the wants of your customers. So just get like, be there, get in that, in that mind frame now that you're just going to have to deal with all sorts of stuff that comes down the pike. You just don't know what it is. And Sarah, that's what we're going to name this podcast title. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. (laughs) The art of the pivot. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That is too funny. But, you know, you're you are so right. Um, You know, your customers, your employees, um, maybe a board. If you're a company that large, these are your stakeholders and they need to have trust in you and they they need to be able to look at what you're doing as a decision maker and understand that um, you're the captain of the ship um, and, and you know how to navigate these waters if they're getting a little choppy. So it's that what you're doing now in that preparation is building that relationship of trust by keeping them in the loop knowing that they understand why you're thinking the way you are thinking so that you can continue to build that relationship. And, you know, if you have a plan and the worst happens, you actually build upon that. You build upon that reputation of yours, knowing that you have embraced the suck because you had a terrible day and something terrible happened, or um, you were able to, looking at it from a financial standpoint, as Diane pointed out earlier, Maybe you were ready to uh, go full bore with e-commerce if there's another shutdown. It's things along those lines where you're able to take the worst of your scenario and try to make the best of your scenario. So you're not only increasing your uh, position as a leader within your company, but you're also establishing your CBD brand as a thought leader in your space. Because guess what? If you pivot from something that is impacting the industry and it works, do you not think that other companies are going to copy you? <laughs> They're absolutely going to copy you. So at this point, you've not only established yourself as a leader within your company, you've established yourself as a thought leader within the field, somebody who's responsible, thoughtful, and who cares about their company and their employees, which you know we've talked at length before, Diane, are some of your most important stakeholders. Absolutely. Because when your employees are backing you, when we have an issue at MNC, I know I can count on these two to the end end of the world. And I hope that they know the same about me. That is so important that you back each other up and that a crisis gives you the opportunity to really prove that and does build the team if you're ready to go. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in dealing with crisis, um, that those you're going to prepare for it, you're going to endure it. But the point is you're getting more experience every time you go through one. And I have been through some amazing crises in my life. Um, And when COVID happened, it's very interesting. Um, I started to go down the rabbit hole because I thought I was thinking about the Great Recession. And I remember I walked walked out and my son was just starting his new business. And I'm like, this is what you have to think about. And, And I felt myself devolving. You know, you just kind of start spinning down. And I thought, no, I, remember, you made it through all that stuff and you're going to be just fine. So what you have to do is think, how is this going to give us even more opportunities? We actually were able to talk to more clients because we're talking talking to them on Zoom and we don't have to lose all that travel time. 
Um, we don't have to lose the travel time to the office, which sometimes in many cases makes us more productive. There are so many things that are going to come out of this that are going to be positive. And yes, that unknown is kind of scary, but if you are going through the crisis, keep, try to keep an open mind and look for the opportunities. And also, I think this is so important. And I think this is where people make their biggest mistake. And as news people, it's kind of innate in us that you look to the next 24 to 36 hours. You don't have to look out six months because if you start looking out six months and you don't know what's going to happen, all of a sudden, all these things come into your head. Am I even going to have a business? And then how am I going to pay the mortgage? And, and am I going to have to lay people off? I mean, all the things that happen. I mean, think about when we first started with COVID and the dispensaries and everything was shut down. But in many states, within a week, everything had reopened again. And there was no way that you could see any of that was going to happen. You just had to take it day by day, look ahead about 36 hours and know what you were going to do and then communicate it really, really well. So yes, things are going to happen that you've never guessed, but the practice and experience, this is what I found is that you're doing brand protection PR. It's almost like there's a muscle in your brain that you're exercising. And every time you say, what if this happened? You're already thinking, I could make this, or I could do this, or I have this. You're exercising that muscle. And the, the experience that I will give you very quickly is when I was in 9-11, you know, the, when the buildings came down, that was something. The, the plane going into the buildings, that's, that's, but when the buildings started coming down, talk about something that no one ever expected. But I just went into news mode because my, I had worked so many crises that that muscle memory was there of, okay, one step at a time. This is what's next. This is what's important next. I have to get my family off the, off of the Island. If that's what I have to do, what are the three steps I have to take to get them on a ferry, to get them somewhere where they're safe and to make sure that we had food and water in case we got stuck somewhere. I mean, you just get down to those basics. And when you're in the midst of the crisis, that's key. Focus on the basics. And if you know that if you focus on the basics, you're going to start moving through and see opportunities where you find those off ramps, where you find and you can finally see, okay, maybe this, this is a positive that came out of this. And I can tell you the positive was I've never seen so many kind people in my entire life as I did during that time. It was unbelievable the kindness that was shown and the compassion that was shown in this country. And I drove almost the entire length of this country. Unbelievable. Um, and we were united in a way I've never seen before. That was something that was very positive that came out of a horrible situation. So the positives will come and you have to look for them so that you can hold on to those moments in a crisis and not lose it and not freak because that's so important. Because if you're calm, your people will be much calmer and you can keep everything together so that your eyes are open enough that you can actually see the opportunities for your business. So it was a pretty in-depth conversation today uh, about the, the art of the pivot. You know, we talked about what it means to just pivot for your CBD business. Uh, we gave you some great examples based on uh, some of the things that we're working on for our clients. And, you know, finally talked about how brand protection PR 
can help you see the opportunities either on the other side of the crisis or while you're in the midst of the crisis. And if you're listening to podcast land, Diane is flexing. Uh... Flexing my muscles. That's right. Her brand protection PR blog. muscles. Was it Ross screaming, just pivot? That sounds yeah, like Ross. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us for this pivotal discussion. Oh, <laughs> you guys didn't I'm think so I'd let that sorry. one go, did you? I'm so sorry that she said that. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you know I'll take every opportunity to pun. But thank you for joining us on the Move the Stairs podcast, the podcast for CBD business owners. And as Jordan said, catch us in a couple of weeks. We've got a fantastic all-new episode coming up soon. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend.